Amen and glory to God. It's podcast day, uh, Tuesday morning. I hope you're doing great out there today. God is good and faithful. Don't ever forget that. Get that in your spirit that God's a good and faithful God, and you got a covenant with the Almighty no matter what happens, no matter what hour, moment we are in, in prophetic the uh, prophetic timeline, uh, you have an, uh, you know, a covenant with the Almighty. Everything's going to be fine for you. I want to get right into this today. I want to start uh, continually... Uh, dealing with and, and preparing the body of Christ. That's one of our callings that God has added to is not only preach, teach, prophesy, you know, the word of God, but then to prepare the body uh, for Jesus to call us out of society, which is going to be the rapture uh, and, and make us rapture ready, if you will. Amen. So let me open up with prayer. Lord, thank you now. Uh, we come to you now. We ask you for help. We ask you for insight. We ask you for wisdom. By the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, may you lead and guide us. The Bible says you're the guider, and you guide us into all truths. So guide us into all truths today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, amen. Well, amen. Once again, glory to God. Uh, podcast day here with Pastor Rich. I'm coming to you live from Palm Coast, Florida. It's a little chilly today. Amen. Last last couple days have been uh, windy, and today it's pretty chilly. So I don't know about the rest of the world or wherever you're listening or watching from, uh, but uh, get ready and, and live ready. Uh, be ready for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to part the skies. I like to say this. I don't know exactly how it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen. But whether gravity uh, does not apply to us or the pull of God is greater than gravity, I don't know. But I just like to say there's going to be a moment in time very soon where gravity will have no hold on us and we'll leave this earth and we'll meet our master in the, in the sky, in the air. And that's going to be a glorious day uh, for us. And that should be a day that we're waiting and watching for and, and to be prepared for. Uh, I want to get into these uh, pro- prophecies, predictions, Bible prophecy, Bible predictions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a prophet. I don't proclaim or I'm not a self-proclaimed prophet. Uh, however, we can follow Bible prophecies and rightly divide the word and we can get uh, unfold some Bible mysteries that God has placed within there for us. We can allow the Holy Spirit to help uh, lead and guide us into these truths, but I think it's very wise to be prepared. You know, I said uh, Sunday in church, it's just like, you know, if you live in Florida, you're going to go through a hurricane. You're going to go through some kind of uh, hurricane or hurricane season, uh, whether you get a full-on, you know, hurricane or whether you get the outskirts of it, you're going to have some kind of you know, hurricane touch your life in Florida. Well, if you've never been through that, maybe you've been through a snowstorm or something like that or tornado. But what happens is the airwaves are taken over uh, by weather experts and, and days, sometimes even weeks ahead, they start. Uh, but it'll, it'll intensify as the day gets closer and they'll continually tell you what to do, what's going to happen, where it's going to hit, is it, is it going to be a, a hurricane with just wind? Is it going to be a hurricane that has flooding? Is it going to be a hurricane with a lot of you know lightning in it? And they'll begin to tell you what you need, and that's just called you know preparation. So we don't we're, we're not uh, preachers of doom and gloom. I'd say this to you: you know, get away from people of doom and gloom. The word of God's not a doom and gloom word. It's uh, full of good news. Uh, God's faithfulness is goodness to us. 
So I just want to, to prepare the body of Christ or those who listen to me, those who I'll uh, be accountable for in leading them. And I've I spoke and I've been telling you what I see in the future. I, I have even gone back, um, you know, 15 years, 13 years, and begin to listen to my old, uh, you know, messages. And it's funny how we have not changed. God has had us blowing the, the, the horn of of, being, of uh, preparation or, I don't know, the pre-horn to Zion, uh, which is get ready, get ready, get ready. Jesus is coming soon. And 13 years ago, I even played a clip Sunday morning. I was talking about uh, the 10 virgins, virgins and how we've got to a place in Christian society where the preacher has learned to preach without oil. Uh, the, the leaders have learned to lead without oil. And we've traded our oil in for man's intellect or for, you know, uh, education but that comes by way of universities. And now you have pastors uh, who are leading uh, by uh, worldly education. I hope I'm conveying this correctly. Instead of leading by uh, the spirit of the living God. And when a man goes to a university, and I like to say this, he becomes universityized. I'm, I don't have a problem with education. I think it's a wonderful thing. However, uh, we need to lead people by the Holy Spirit. We need to lead people uh, by sound doctrine, Bible truths. Uh, and we really don't need to bring in worldliness into the body of Christ or into the church. So a lot of times we got men trying to lead or, or grow the body of Christ on a natural level instead of a spiritual level. Spiritual growth and natural growth are two different things. But we've learned as a society, back to what I was saying, I preached 13 years ago on the Ten Virgins, uh, how to lead without oil, uh, how to how preach without oil. And then we've taught the body of Christ uh, to desire and to be more desirable to a lamp without the oil and not the oil. Let me kind of expand, expound on that. So people come and are, are wooed by our fancy lamp holders, you know, the, the lamp itself that are supposed to hold oil. What should, you know, woo us or uh, what should what we should be wowed by is the oil in the lamp and the fire the lamp produces. Because the oil in the lamp is, is the energy of heaven, the Holy Spirit, the anointing, and the fire it produces is the light of truth. Well, come on now, I'm preaching pretty good. But we've told people, forget about the oil, forget about the fire, and, and let's reduce it to our pretty lamps because we can create lamps without God. Come on, we can create a lamp without God. We can create, we can, hey, we, we can church them up. You know, we can doll them up. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> but we can, you know, do all that without God. It takes God to have oil. It takes God to have fire. Uh, it, it takes a person submitted to God, a person that will surrender to God to always uh, produce fire, which means this person's flowing with oil. Uh, so these ten virgins got to a place where uh, five of them understood this. The other five uh, didn't pay too much attention to the oil. They just carried around dead weight, uh, uh, you know, a, a lamp without oil that didn't produce fire. That's dead weight. That'll hold you back. So once again, uh, I've been preaching this stuff for 15 years and beyond. I've been warning the, the body of Christ 15 years and beyond. Well, now 
these things have sped up. Uh, Bible prophecy, when it gets closer to the end, uh, things get a little hotter and, and things come a little faster. Uh, we can look at it like this. The Bible tells us in the Gospels of Matthew, it tells us that uh, there are signs or, or, or these things that we see are birthing pains. Uh, now, I really like that because it gives us a good understanding of what we're talking about. Now, Jesus sat with the disciples and he said, there's going to be wars, rumors of wars. There's going to be weather issues, uh, so on and so forth. And he said, but uh, that's just a sign or a birthing pain of what's to come. Now, if you know anything about, uh, if you're a mother, you know about birthing pains a lot more than us fathers do. Uh, however, I was present for all three of my uh, children being uh, born. And I remember uh, when in between, uh, you know, these birthing pains, uh, you know, Kim would be calm. She was pretty calm through the whole thing. She's pretty, she's that way. Uh, however, uh, when all of a sudden here came a, a, a sharp birthing pain or a contraction, uh, everything would change. And then the closer it came to the baby being birthed, these signs were sharper and quicker, you know, in, in between. They weren't far between. They just got a lot quicker and on top of each other. Well, that's kind of the day uh, that we're living in. And, and it's my job uh, not only to prepare you, but I'll also to warn you. I, I got to warn the body of Christ uh, and I got to get you into the kingdom of God. That's my sole purpose in life. Teach you the Bible, rightly divide the word of truth, be a place, you know, uh, create a place of per, uh, protection, uh, create a, clay, a place where the anointing uh, flows freely, uh, pre, create a, an atmosphere that you can come and, and be introduced to God. Amen. Uh, so I want to talk to you about uh, these signs, these end time signs, prophecies, predictions, different things like that. But I want to really... You know, the attack of the day, it doesn't seem, but it really is a, an attack with these uh, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, uh, you know, and kind of what's being presented now out of an antichrist spirit, which First John deals with, these spirits are on the earth today. And I even believe that the, the antichrist himself is, is on the planet today, alive, I mean, I, mean he's, I believe he's already been birthed or born and I believe he's being uh, reared now, or raised now, uh, and prepared now for the throne that he'll take on this earth. Uh, however, uh, he's not been revealed, and he won't be revealed uh, till we're raptured, the Bible says, because we're withholding uh, him taking his seat. The, the body of Christ that's here, that the, the power, come on, the exousia and dunamis body of Christ, the, the, those who carry this power from heaven, this extreme power, this authoritative power, the supreme authority of all living matter rests on the side of the believer, and that's called the exousia, which is us operating in the, under the authority of the Almighty. So we're stopping or withholding uh, this, the, the Antichrist coming into his own or taking his throne. Uh, when we're removed, the Antichrist then will take his seat of authority uh, on this earth. So, but I do believe he's here and I do believe everything we're seeing now is prophecy being unfolded. Uh, but I also see it, it in preparation for the antichrist. And it's almost a prelude, uh, for those who will be left behind, uh, that will receive him, uh, gladly, uh, when we leave, because they're going to have really no other hope for anything else. 
So let's look at a few things, and I want—I don't want to really get on this mask and vaccine, you know, uh, mandate uh, to the point of just being about uh, a mask and, and vaccine, uh, you know, uh, a vaccine, because it goes way beyond that. It, it really goes all the way uh, to the core of Christianity, and that's where the battle we face in America is good and evil. And even though we could argue that and we can debate that. But the truth is, biblically, from a biblical standpoint, the battle's against, uh, against good and evil. You say, well, it's against my constitutional rights. Well, your constitutional rights were penned by good, godly men, maybe not all of them, but some of them, and it was a reflection of the Word of God. So these things are being challenged by evil men and by really under the influence of evil spirits. And I believe we're going to see uh, the battle against the, you know, with the mask mandates and the vaccine vaccines, I think it's going to, uh, uh, you know, roar on. I think it's going to grow. I think the threats are going to continue out of Washington. I don't think the genie is going back in the bottle. I think that's just a sign of the time and the hour in which we live. Now, I want to give you some things I've seen in prayer. Now, once again, I'm not a self-proclaimed prophet. Now, you can pray and see things. When I pray and see things, I call, you know, uh, some of those that I'm under the authority of. I'm a submitted man, and and I know enough to know I ought to check myself. And I call those who are over me, and I've run these things by them. And, and uh, you know, once again, I'm led by the Holy Spirit as well. So I see a shakeup in Washington. Uh, we already are seeing the beginning signs of this, but I I see Washington just really rumbling. And I see a, a troubling time in Washington. Now I'm not talking about troubling uh, under the you know uh, you know the presidency we presently have. No, I'm talking about a, a shakeup in the House, the Senate. I'm talking about a shakeup in the pre- with the president, the vice president, the speaker. You know things are uh, you know, there's going to be a war that rages on, but it's not only going to be against society, free society, or humanity. It's going to be within these these entities. They're going to turn on one another, and I believe we're going to see things happen supernaturally in Washington beyond man's ability. Uh, so it, they're, they're, we're going to have to point to God when things happen on our behalf to protect us. Um, then I, I also see, uh, you know, that there's going to be a spirit of confusion. I've already uh, birthed this and told, you know, have said this publicly, but I believe there is a spirit of confusion over society. I believe the spirit of confusion is going to intensify and we're going to see society uh, walk around almost like in, in a, a dumb, blind, deaf type state. There's going to be people moving to and fro. Uh, there's going to be people that are, that are under the influence of this spirit. This is a spirit now, but I believe there's going to be people under the influence of this spirit who will just comply to anything. They just kind of are, are, are being... You know, they're, they're not kind of engaging in anything or with anybody. They're just being. They're in a state of being because the, the spirit is manipulating and controlling them. That's a spirit of confusion. I believe we're going to continue in these weather uh, to see strange weather patterns, uh, different kind of weather. The Bible prophesied it. We're seeing it now. But I believe this will intensify uh, to the point where it'll be, okay, where's this coming from? You know, th- this is, we've never seen this before. Well, the Bible warns us that we will see it in these last days, and it'll be a birthing pain sign 
that we're getting closer to Jesus calling us out of society. And that, my friend, is called the rapture. So I believe we're going to see that, uh, you know, in these next, uh, within starting this year and beyond. Uh, I also see a change in money currency. I don't know. I haven't seen more to say than that, but I believe we're going to see a money shakeup. I don't know if we're going to. The society's going to really push towards, you know, this electronical money. Um, I, I really don't. You know, I can't tell you because God didn't tell me anymore. I just, I, I, the Lord said there's going to be a shakeup or a change in currency, or, or a shakeup in currency rather. Uh, and then concerning the vaccines and the, the mass, the different things. Now, everything that's happened so far has been threats. Now, I think that we've lost California. I think that we've lost New York. I don't think, uh, you know, once again, this is not a prophecy. Uh, this is just kind of what I, I this part, I, I think we've lost them. And I think uh, Isaiah 60 rings loud and clear. Let me read that to you. Uh, are you still here today? I hope I'm helping you. I hope I'm helping somebody. I hope I bring light to you, you know, because for us, we we need to know all these things. But for us, people of light, it's not going to have an effect, a direct effect on us. It'll have, it'll have an effect, you know, when the world shuts down. Obviously, there's a, a ripple effect that touches us. However, I'm talking about a, you know an effect like it will on on lost and dying uh, humanity without God. It'll have a greater effect on them, obviously. But here it says in Isaiah 60, uh, Arise, shine forth, thy light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. This is the hour in which we are, we are in right now. Uh, living upon thee. Uh, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall rise upon thee, meaning us, the believer, and his glory shall be seen upon us, the believer. Uh, and then it goes on and it tells us, uh, uh, that the camels in, in verse six, the camels are coming. Well, the camels coming means that's supply to us, even in dry seasons, even in a dark season or dark hour. So we're, the world's going to get worse, gross darkness, cover the earth, darkness, the people, meaning they're going to uh, become succumb to these spirits, uh, the guidance and leadership, uh, that are under a demonic spell. And, but for us, the believer, everything's going to be uh, okay for us. So uh, these are threats against us. Now I wanted to deal with, and I wanted to encourage you to stand strong because whether it's COVID or a strand of COVID or something new, uh, they're going to try because they've had so much success with these vaccines and these fear tactics that they're going to try to push uh, th this control issue, which we know is, is Marxism. Uh, you know, it, it's very uh, clear to see that we have a government uh, that wants to control, wants to manipulate, uh, wants to rule. Well, that's not a democracy. That's not the way America was uh, established. However, the, those who are in position are, are led by demon forces, and those who are in position now, uh, they're doing everything they can uh, to rule out um, you know, God freedom, biblical God rights, and, and this is, you know, Marxism and communism, you know, that we're going to see full communism if we don't get busy and work, work, work and refuse, you know, the government's dictatorship. You know, I, it's very simple. I do not comply. Well, when are you going to comply? I'm not. Well, what do you mean? You're going to be rebellious? No, it's not rebellious. See, I have rights. You have rights as a United States citizen. 
Uh, we have been given rights, and those rights that protect us still stand. So these people that are trying to manipulate the Constitution are doing it illegally. And until the Constitution changes, which it was never written to be changed, this is the foundation of America. So we have rights as an American citizen, and they can't make us do anything as long as we stand up for our rights. So once again, if the majority of America... Uh, who has just complied so easily. We're going to wear masks. We'll take shots. We'll do whatever. If we would have just stood, like, I'm, like let's just say 80% of us would have said no. We would be beyond this already. But so many uh, just said yes. Just, you know, why fight? Why fuss? I want to travel. I want to do this. Well, there, there's a time, we see it all throughout history, uh, American history, where there's a time that we have to defy attacks against us. There's a time that we have to be, you know, show up and say, hey, forget about the comforts of life. I'm going to stand for my rights and I'm going to do and protect what was given to me. You know, that's why we came to this new world. I'm preaching pretty good, giving you a little history lesson as well. So uh, right now these threats are going to intensify, but here's where I see the threats going. I see it uh, uh, concerning medical care. So if you have health insurance, they're going to, they're going to, I don't see them doing it. I don't know, maybe next year it'll change and I'll come to you if I have more information, but I see them, they're going to begin to threaten those with medical care or, or uh, the health um, uh, insurance. They're going to say, no, you got to be vaccinated. You got to have the mask. If not, we're going to put you, you know, down to, you know, the end of the line, or we're going to put you on a separate day, or we're going to give you a form of care, but we're not going to give you the best care. I see that. Uh, I also see uh, the schooling, uh, uh, not only will that be a threat, but that battle will rage on, uh, you know, with uh, vaccinations and school vaccinations with students. Uh, that's going to, that thing's just going to blow up this year. Uh, watch that. Uh, keep an eye on that and begin to pray. You say, what do, we, what do you do if you have a, a child? What would, what would you do? Well, I'd get involved with a Holy Ghost powerful sound doctrine church and I'd get some money together and I'd go to your pastor and I'd say, hey, can we start a, a, a you know a private schooling for our kids? Or I'd start a co-op, you know, get with a group of people. You can start a co-op. You can get, uh, you know, uh, all the, you know, uh, the different teachings and, and, and so on and so forth and you can have a school type setting with a group of children, but I would not put my kids in the public school setting and I would not let the public school or the government of the public school strong arm me into, into making my kids do anything that's not constitutional, especially take an unproven shot. Come on now, preaching pretty good. Or you can homeschool. Maybe you got a mom or dad that doesn't work uh, full time. Well, you can homeschool your kids. You got a responsible kid, they're a little older. Uh, there's even programs they can homeschool themselves, but I would find an alternative to the public school system. And if you, you're in a private school, I'd get involved with the board. I'd go talk to the headmaster, the, the principal, the president, and ask them what their plans are. You know, what do they believe? How do they believe? And if they believe in line with the word, I'd get involved with that and put them in a private uh, school. I also see the banking system. Uh, the government has ties to and manipulates our banking system. So I, I believe the government is going to get involved uh, with banking system, 
uh, concerning vaccines and concerning masks and all that, and even threaten that. Uh, your Social Security, excuse me, <coughs> that you've worked so hard for, it's not a lot of money, but you pay in, you might as well get out. They'll threaten that. Uh, oh, where else do we go here? Uh, internet trolling. Be careful what you put on the Internet. Now, I don't I, like. I'm not saying be fearful because God's not giving us that spirit, but I'm just saying be careful uh, because the, the, all this information is uh, gone through, and uh, they hold and create files, different things, and, and they create a little internet file against every citizen of the United States of America. And I believe the day is coming, especially if you're left behind, where they'll use these things against you meaning left behind when the rapture happens. Um, internet trolling, be careful of that. Border issues, we see a problem there. Now, it's funny how the border issues have kind of gone away. Like in our news today, we hear little bits and pieces, but the border issue is a great issue. And, and this thing's going to increase. Uh, you know, with, with an open border, not only do you, you don't get the, the, you know, the great citizens of every nation, <clears throat> when you have a, a border breach, when you have a border breach, you you use now you, some good people come through uh, the borders. Now the border I'm talking about is the Mexican border down along Texas and and all the way to California. But uh, you'll get some good people that are just desperate for a new life and freedom. But uh, that's that's the minority of what you get. The people you're going to get are going to be the very low end of society and they're coming illegally. They're coming, uh, with the, you know, an illegal mindset lifestyle. And the, when the borders are open like this, especially there, you're going to see the drug war in America is going to increase as well. Well, I hope I'm helping you now. This isn't to, to spread uh, doom or gloom. This isn't like, Ooh, man, what are we going to do? I'll tell you what we do. We're going to occupy till he comes. We're going to keep doing what we've always done. That's where we've had success. And we're not going to quit. And we're not going to give up. And we're going to see the goodness of our God. Amen. Uh, Jude 10 and 11 talks about uh, Cain or they, how the, a society went the way of Cain. I believe that uh, there's a generation now that's around, you know, from 25, 6, somewhere in there be, below that there's a spirit of Cain, the same spirit that drove Cain to do the things he did to become reckless and rebellious, has been released by Satan over society, a young society. And that spirit of Cain really says, I'm going to do what I want, how I want, when I want, and I'm going to do what makes me feel good, and I don't care who it affects or who it bothers, who it aggravates. And that's kind of this reckless, rebellious spirit of Cain. It's a demon spirit of Cain. Well, I see that spirit of Cain is going to grow in our young ones uh, like never before. You can also make mention of that, uh, Jude 10 and 11, and also Hebrews 11, 4. Um, you know, it's just a reckless, ungodly uh, spirit. I also uh, see this, one of these last days churches, the Laodicean church, uh, will continue to be pop popular. But this is what the Lord's showing me. And we've seen this, and if you're going to be true to yourself, especially if you're a leader, if you're you know a high level of Christian, uh, they're going to be continue to be popular to the backslidden quote unquote Christian. And the reason being is a true lost people that don't know God, they don't have an idea about God. When they come to a, a, a true place of God or godliness, 
when they come in and they are in the presence of God for the first time, they've not learned to manipulate the church yet. They've not learned to manipulate grace, you know, to be deceptive. They've not learned that. They're just sinners. And they come in and they have contact with God for the first time. And they want to convert to God. They want God. They want hope. They want help. And they get all in. And that's who, that, those are the people that are going to come to the true churches, the last days churches of, of, of God, you know, real church, you know, where God places his name or what the Bible says. But uh, these Laodicean churches will continue to be popular to the backslidden Christian to the day that Jesus uh, comes for us and calls us into the air. These churches will be popular and we can derive this definition by, from the Laodicean church really is a people-pleasing church. In this church in Revelation, uh, we see where they, they weren't hot or they weren't godly, they weren't non-godly, but they were kind of in the middle. And God says, because you don't even know who you are, I'm going to spit you out. or You're lukewarm. And, and that's this, this modern era of church. We also see in, in 2 Timothy uh, 4, 1 through 4, uh, where the Bible talks, let me read that to you. I might go a little longer today. Uh, I'll give you a little bonus today if that's all right with you. I know a lot of you are enjoying your morning coffee or your morning study. I haven't given you too many scriptures, but I'll give you a few uh, now. Second Timothy uh, two, uh, Second Timothy four, uh, starting in the third verse. Uh, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, Laodicean church. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, Laodicean church. And then uh, uh, Paul tells Timothy what to do. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. If you go to another place uh, in Timothy, Second uh, Timothy 3, I believe it's over here, 3, 5, it says, Having a form of godliness, designing the power thereof from uh, such turn away. So, so this kind of church, these kind of people turn away. But what I really want to get to is this Laodicean church. It is uh, Their goal is not to win people. Uh, their goal is not to preach the truth, to be a, you know bearers of sound doctrine. Their goal is to become popular. Uh, their goal is numbers. Uh, their goal is look at me. They're, these are usually power-hungry, insecure people by nature. These past self-proclaimed pastors or uh, one who maybe started out correctly but have become corrupt to the system, the natural day system. And and they're more interested in keeping the people and making everybody feel good so everybody likes them than they are telling the truth. Let me help you. If your pastor makes you feel good the entirety of the time, uh, he's not doing something right. Now, my job is not to upset you, but the Word of God is sharp, the Bible says, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, and it cuts and divides. Well, cutting and dividing, deep cutting and dividing is not fun. So there's a bit of not offense, but there should be a bit in there where you're like, man, this guy, what's he always cutting? He's all, No, not always cutting, but if I just come in here and give you fluff every day and tell you everything's going to be all right, God's going to spit me out because that's a lukewarm uh, person or spirit, and I'm not a lukewarm person. I'm an all-in person. Amen. I'm a severe believer, and I'm going to lead you the way of the Lord, uh, not just to be harsh, but sometimes the truth is harsh. Come on now, preaching pretty good. Amen. We got to learn in these last days uh, to test the spirits. First John, uh, 
First uh, John 4, 1 says, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world today. Uh, once again, we've got to learn how to try these spirits. Well, how do you try them? Well, blanket them with the word of God and see if they fit. Because even the spirit of God magnifies the word. The spirit of God does nothing outside of the word. But the Spirit of God, come on now, leads you into the truth or the Word of God. So if you got a false spirit, uh, it'll be sideways with the Word of God, or, or there'll be conflict with what they're saying and what the Word of God says. Remember now, rightly dividing the Word of truth, or we are to be people of sound doctrine, and sound doctrine is, is Scripture interprets Scripture, not man's opinion, not what I think. Not man taking the word and, and you know putting a new edge on it to make it uh, seem like a modern word. No, there's nothing wrong with it's you know birthing uh, how God created it to be. So we don't need to change anything. We just need to herald it, and we need the Holy Spirit to help us. Come on now, uh, herald this truth uh, to our generation. So these, this is a bit of what I see coming. Uh, you know, I don't believe we'll become a third world country. I believe the kind of writings on the wall of it preparing for the Antichrist to take his seat. Uh, but I believe uh, there's always going to be plenty in America. I could be wrong there. But I do understand, and I'm 100% right on this. For the hot believer, everything's going to be more than fine and, and more than enough because we serve a God of more than enough. And we serve a God who is faithful, and we are in covenant with the faithful God. I have a divine covenant with the creator of all living things. And God has promised me, those who are in covenant with him, we have promises. And God has promised us uh, that we're going to be all right. There's going to be provision for us. There's going to be protection for us. No matter how bad the storm gets, there's going to be safety uh, in that boat. And all we got to do is sit with Jesus. Come on now, say amen. So once again, not doom and gloom, just waking you up to a few things. Uh, you know, turn your back on sin now more than ever. Uh, chase after God now more than ever. Fall in love with God again like never before. Never leave him. And always be watchful uh, for him because he's coming soon. Amen. Well, I hope this helped you. Uh, God bless you. I love you. Share this. Uh, give us some feedback. It's Pastor Rich uh, signing off. Until next time. Mm -hmm.